Hello. Hi. Oh my God, it's late for us. I know. Late in the, <laughs> well, not really. I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm so discombobulated. But what's up? How are you? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. We're recording maybe on the day that we'll release it because I yeah, could yeah. not get my shit together last night to come over. I'll get it out today. So, okay. so you guys will still have it. Everyone will still have it today. It'll just be a little late. A little delayed, which is the story of my life at the moment. So um, how was your weekend? I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Yeah, I was so sick last week. Really? Oh my gosh. And I'm like very, I don't want to admit that it was a flu, but I'm pretty sure because I got my flu shot, but I'm pretty sure it was a flu. Oh, okay. Because Zach up. took Tamiflu okay. when he started getting sick and he was still sick, but not anywhere near how sick I was. I mean, I have fevers every night. Like, Stop. Yeah, I had to teach from the floor. Oh my God. I was so ill for two days and then like it still, it lingered for a few more days. Yeah. I like couldn't kick the fevers. Yeah, but like, I know, but you're still like keeping a regular schedule. You're yeah. not really resting. Is no. The thing. So yeah. That's I think if I would have gotten like a day of not getting out of bed, I would have been a little bit better. And then the weekend, I wasn't like crazy busy, but it was busy. And even today I went to go like lift at the gym mm-hmm. and I just don't still don't feel like back to myself. Yeah. And it's been a whole Remember last Sunday. I'm like, I don't feel great. Yes. That was a start. That Monday night, the night after, I was like so sick. So last week was just tough because it was like a sick week. But anyway, your week was way more exciting than mine. Oh, wait, let me see your new tattoo. My weekend. It came out so good. It's so good. Yeah. So I went to Nashville to meet up with seven of my college girlfriends. And we all got these matching tattoos that my friend Lauren designed. We got a version of the same thing. Some got larger. It's so good. Yeah, some didn't get the shaded moon. Um. Some got a little stuff like on the ends, a little bit extra. We all placed it in different spots. But yeah, it came out really wonderful, which is always like, you know, it's a crapshoot when you get a tattoo. Yeah. You're really hoping for the best. (laughs) And they put that second skin on and you kind of look at it and you're like, "Uh, Uh, it starts to bleed a little bit. Yeah, you're like, Like, uh, the ink's running. And then last night I peeled it off and I was like, oh my God, it looks great. It's cute. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I love that fresh ink. And it's also like dark compared to my other tattoos. Um, but it really was like a whirlwind of a weekend. It's all my college best friends. Honestly, I would say like six more were missing. We couldn't get everybody together, but we're probably like a group of 14. Um, and so eight of us went to Nashville. Two of them, two of our friends live in Nashville. Mm -hmm. We had such a good time. Ate, drank. One of our friends, Liz, her dad's a retired doctor and now he gives tours at a whiskey distillery. Oh my God. So after we got tattoos, we went to the whiskey distillery and he gave us a tour and a tasting. Um, and that was a blast. Yeah. And we coordinated just like a really fun weekend. That's so fun. Yeah. I highly recommend. That's like the best little girls weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was awesome. Just what I needed. It was fast. And I was home by like 11 a.m. yesterday. And as the day progressed, doing errands, playing catch Mm -hmm. up on your Sunday, like by the time the nighttime hit and the sunset at five fucking 30, I was like, there's no way I could get out of my house. No. It was this time changes it's messing dragging me, up. me yeah, down it's so rough and you know when you're like tired already from a week that hasn't even happened because mm-hmm. now we're about to get into basel yeah and art I'm week so tired. and it's and i'm gonna participate like i'm gonna go to the fairs and stuff on thursday but i'm already anticipating like the traffic yep the crowds yep and it's getting me tired in advance of like it not even happening yeah yet, I'm, so. everyone's like what are you doing for basel i'm like staying as far away from it as i can <laughs> I know. And the problem I have to is be like, on the beach three times this week. Yes. And I already know I'm going to have to deal with 
a lot. So yeah. I'm just like. You're at least there early in yeah. the morning. I, I remember last year I had to teach a private class during Basel. It took me two hours to get home. Yeah. I, and the class was at like 530. Oh. I was almost, I was like 30 minutes late and I left two hours before. Yeah. And then to get home, it was, I mean, the, it was just, there was no getting off that beach. I know. If you're doing beach stuff, you got to go early go early and try to stay as late as, as possible yeah it's exactly. bad the traffic gets so bad um and that the funny story about that was that private event that i went to teach it was like literally this time last year i was so pregnant oh my god yes and these guys wanted a ride and this is when we were like beyond short staff last year at soul cycle we had no instructors they wanted they requested and i quote a hot girl <laughs> and i came in so pregnant i was like and i'm like this is what you guys get for being disgusting creeps you get so a hot like, pregnant girl. you get a real pregnant lady they were like when i walked in they were like uh Abort the mission yeah i was like mm. so That's that amazing. was so awkward but whatever i got paid extra so it's all fine i mean it sucks for them but good for you so yeah um so weekends were great okay so we got to talk Trader Joe's real fast because my creep kind of is from my weekend because okay. my friends were talking about this all weekend, like quoting this documentary they, that they watched. And so I ended up watching it last night. It's a three part. And so I want to talk about it because she's my creep. Okay. So before we get there, wh what are your TJs? Um, okay. So my, I was in TJs today. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm sure a lot of people know about this, but just in case you don't, they have like a, first of all, their like juice section in the refrigerated area okay. is amazing. Like they with have, the kombucha and all that. Yeah. Yes. They have a bunch of really great juice options. Good coconut water. Great coconut water, yeah. like the milks, the alternative milks, the yogurts, whatever. They have a very good section of juices. I'm not a big juice gal, but they have, if you need a fun juice for a drink or some, a cocktail, go look in their juice section. They have okay. a lot of mixes and stuff, but in that area where the kombucha is, which I have right here. I'm like showing it to Maria. Like you guys can see, you cannot see that. Um, they have the little shots. Oh, they have yes, like yes, the ginger, yes. the turmeric, yada, yada. Yeah. Like a flu shot and yeah. shot boost. I am going to shout them out because it's significantly cheaper than getting a flu shot or whatnot at Pura Vida where yes. they're like $6 a shot or at like a juice place where they're like so expensive. It's the same shit. Right. Um, Everybody could make those shots themselves, but like who ha who has that time? Yeah, I know. But also it sometimes it takes a lot of ginger. Your, yeah, the you, ginger or whatever the fruit you're using to make one little is, shot. You, you gotta yeah. peel the yeah. ginger. I just I'm not no. You lost me at ginger. I agree. So um anyway, but I just wanted to say if you didn't know that, they're significantly cheaper. So it doesn't feel like what I do, girl math, whatever the price of one shot that like Pura Vida is I'll buy like all three at Trader oh, Joe's nice. okay. so that yes. I feel really healthy because I do three shots instead of that's actually one. this is the perfect time of year to stock up I uh -huh. really miss I don't know if you remember Hugo Fresh mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. they were a spot on the beach and then they expanded way yeah. too quickly into like Whole Foods and they couldn't sustain themselves and they ended up closing abruptly but that place was like the OG juice yeah. spot and I do remember really good fresh juices yeah. and really good like acai bowls and smoothies mm -hmm. and stuff I still I still think about that place. Um, okay. My TJ's it's kind of, no, it's an, well, <laughs> I won't even judge it. It's an advent calendar for dogs. 
I went in there oh and I usually God. don't buy like the dog stupid shit like that. I have the regular but, human one. <laughs> but they had one for dogs and I was like, oh, this is adorable. That's so, so cute. So I've been doing it with the dogs. And luckily, Do they love it every morning? Are they yes. Like- I mean, they're like little itty bitty treats. Okay. For Jackson, it's like he swallows it. I don't even know if he could <laughs> chew it. But at least they put in like for the most days two of one thing. So if you do have two dogs like I do, you only need to really buy one. Don't feel oh, obligated to buy two. So that's kind of fun. I like it. It's like I, you know, I holiday almost, as I've been getting. I almost said advent calendar because they have one. It's like one ninety nine. Right. It's so it's it's like stupid cheap. And you we're know? already in December. So yeah. it's time to start it because yeah. it gives you 25 days. Yeah, I have three. I have a rubber ducky one, a car one for Charlie under the, the tree. And then I also have I like the wine <laughs> ornament. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> and then I have um the the chocolate advent calendar it's yeah. very good for kids it's a very small piece right so it's not like overdoing it um but yeah it's, i can hear harper screeching upstairs it's cool good nap time <laughs> i know we're terrible um okay all right so who's your creep um, i'll be quick because yeah, yeah. i'm very interested in yours so mine's gonna be a little bit um okay uh, let me i'll just say it so <laughs> This person, yesterday I was in West Palm Beach. This is going to be a controversial one because okay. I'm sure we have stands here for this person. Okay. Um, so um, yesterday at the convention center, oh my God, why am I blanking on his name now? Oh, oh yes. Okay. We were driving and there was a huge convention for Tony Robbins. Oh, interesting. Okay. So here's the thing he's not necessarily like on the same creep level as like our other creeps right but he and this is why i didn't like him now he had an, a thing that he did publicly apologize for but he basically said if you are like me too in the me too movement you're giving power to like those people and you're basically like making yourself a victim which like i really was like annoyed by because i'm oh. like he basically was telling women like yeah. you're just being a victim okay Um, Like you're pulling the victim card and then there was like a whole there was like videos of him kind of one girl like went back at him and he like went back at her and then eventually like he was getting a lot of flack for it. So they were like, okay, he finally put out a public statement like I stand behind these women, whatever. But that's not really why. He just creeps me out so bad and I don't know why. Is it because he kind of looks like Frankenstein? It's not even that. Yeah, but he looks very distinct yeah i guess yeah um like i know people that love him i know people too him. and i know jaime's like read his book and has found like has pulled like some nuggets out of it that yeah. i think you know okay so he's worth six million dollars so i also googled him and there's another thing that says that he's like a scam artist so like he but i think he kind of aligns like with like all of the crazy fucking religious like joel olstein yes. was gonna be my next yes, one yes. which yes. is gonna be controversial I as well feel like it they're sort of the same. Okay, so then... Or I get the same vibes from them, I should say. When I was talking... I wasn't going to do him today, yeah. but I have to stand true to this, the, the creeps that it gave me. Yeah. And then I was talking to somebody that was there at the convention for it, and I do know people that really, like, they, like, that I really respect and admire that, like, really love him and have found so much positive stuff of what he said. So I don't want to discredit that because... Listen, I'm sure he has like a great, I'm sure he's very magnetic in person. Like he wouldn't be famous the way that he is if he wasn't like that. And I'm sure his words have some impact and could have some meaning for people for sure. And I'm sure he has great books and things like that. But a lot of people that I was reading, so I went on like a deep dive last night. 
he had, there's some issues with you know some of his the selling of of some of the books and some of the practices he's put in the books and what what not what not but the real reason I'm bringing it up is because he just gives me the heebie-jeebies just the way that he looks just the way he talks the way yes. he looks when I hear him speak I get angry I don't know why <laughs> and it's that instinct of just something setting an alarm off in me that I don't like yeah and I don't know why and Joel Olstein does the same thing to me yeah. and I don't mind like Christian you know on uh, TV preachers like, I think like Joyce Myers is amazing I would my mom used to watch her and she had great messages she didn't creep me out at all yeah Joel Olstein creeps me the fuck out yeah something about him screams something's in your basement and I don't know what and I don't want to know what <laughs> and I again I know that people, they're hiding something I know yeah, people yeah. that like him um but that guy's also a millionaire right mega millionaire yeah mega I, millionaire no doubt that he's his not worth is outrageous which like you're totally f- allowed to be uh, a motivational speaker and a uh, you know a priest and make money like good for you yeah i, I love that for you um <laughs> but just, anybody that really capitalizes on religion like that i just it's weird, no? Yeah, it doesn't feel it, right. Yeah, because you're really taking advantage of people in like a really weak and vulnerable state as if like you have the answers to these questions and you really don't. And yeah. like, yes, you're guiding and providing support and all that, but I just think you're really taking advantage of people. The, so the reason that I brought it up was because my friend I was talking to her on the phone that I was just telling you about said she got the heebie-jeebies from somebody, just a vibe and a feeling, and she ended up being like right about it. And yeah. so then I was like... I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to like call anyone out if they are like Stan Tony Robbins and you're allowed to be and you can absolutely love him. But when I was there, <laughs> the convention, it was in West Palm. I don't know. Something about the whole thing was You didn't me, attend it. You no. just passed by it. Yeah, yeah. yeah but okay. it gave me like the jeeps. Yeah. I don't know. I was like. Ugh. Yeah. And we're just not taught to trust our instincts in that way. So I think we need to learn to do that. For some reason, the vibe is not there for me. I don't know what it is. And also just don't tell women that they can't talk about like sexual assault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Thank you. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think that's to be your creep. Let alone, That's enough of a reason to be your creep. Yeah. But okay. he did apologize. So I, d- I don't I don't I know. But did he apologize up. because of public pressure? Or did he apologize because he really thought what he said was wrong? Public and, pressure. Exactly. Yeah. So he's still a creep. Um, all right. Wait, this is actually it dovetails into my creep because also a semi-religious figure but okay this woman named amy carlson there's a documentary on hbo max called love has won the cult of mother god and she oh yes goodness. she came out she's a cult leader that came out as thinking or saying that she is god incarnate on this planet and so she has like created these followers and she like oh, no. and when i tell you this was like two years ago oh no i'm gonna have to so watch this, this was like from 2020 to like 2022 um what's it called uh love has one is the name of like the religious cult and people call her mother god and then she acquires these guys who are father god but there's multiple father gods. Oh, this sounds yes. Like. <laughs> okay, she's also a wild alcoholic. They smoke weed from the minute they wake up to the minute they go to bed. She gives like YouTube talks, and she, you know, like sells candles and sells all this shit to like what? So that people and she recruits people to the. But house. she's like blackout every day. She is just living in this world that she's saying that she's like taking on the energy. Wait, wait, wait. The best oh part. Oh my god! There's the best part is like she gets like visions and gets spoken to from certain people, and one of these people is Robin Williams, who came to her when she went right before he died, and he, she he tells her things that she needs to know 
from this fifth dimension because where we live according to mother god is like the 3d world the the 3d world is just like fake there's like no meaning in the 3d world but like that's where we are yeah but like 5d world there's like a lot happening and like clouds or starships and like the aliens are going to come and take her and basically like we're all ascending the goal is to like ascend which pretty much is like death but so over the course of this documentary, she is just ascending. She's losing weight because Robin Williams tells her that in order for like the starship to take her up, she has to be under 103 pounds. What? So she's like, so she doesn't really like eat. She drinks alcohol and she also takes this collo- colloquial silver, colloquial silver. And she's like basically blue by the end of the documentary. It is just. Is she like alive still? No, she died. Oh, she died. She died at 45. What? And when I tell you, wait, and then the creepiest love, mother God, and then the creepiest part is they thought she was going to come back to life. So they like held on to her body for how long? A long time. Oh, and they traveled from like, they took it from like Vermont to Colorado. Oh, these people and they interview the people that are part of the cult and they're still a part of it. What? Yes, it is. It is so disturbing. Oh my gosh, she looks very scary. <laughs> very scary. But she started out normal as looking, like, but then yes. whoa. And we... as like she worked at McDonald's, she was a manager at McDonald's, like climbing the corporate ladder. And then over time, she just like, it's wild. This so is I, it's shit. three episodes. They're probably like 45 minutes long. It's very, I, I hate to say entertaining, but the people in this document. Art bananas. Yes. Wait, but did did she (laughs) procreate? No. No. And like you talk to like the family, the outside family that's trying to reach the people that are in the cult. Like it is Carlson. Yeah. Wow. I highly recommend the documentary. It's it will give you good. uh, Just I. Wow. Just something fun to watch. But so she's my creep, and it's just funny that you also brought up Joel Olstein and like not that love has one is an actual religion but i just think people like really want to hold on to something yeah and so it, when they see these figures they're like they latch on and they find like you know purpose in that yeah. i mean and that's the other wild. thing is you know listen he, oh she is silver yes oh my yes wow okay i'm gonna have to go on a deep dive here yeah yeah, yeah. The thing with like that is, you know, there's like comfort in some of these words, right? Like there's like, especially if you're lost in any way or if yes. you're struggling with anything, of course we all do it. It's the same, even like something like a fitness class, you know, but I just think there's a boundary where it becomes obsessive, where that's where it's like, well, also you're worshiping somebody else, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it's not a God, it's not God. Yeah. And, and I won't place any judgment on people who believe in God or who right. believe in a higher purpose. I think that's beneficial. And I for sure believe in something above me and higher than me, but to have a living person in front of me and for me to worship them, like, right. I don't no. believe in gurus. I don't like, yeah, no, you know, Mm-mm. I'm really not about that life. <laughs> like and these are people who really don't know themselves. Yeah. And also like why Robin Williams of all people, right? I mean, he's a great, amazing, yes. love him. John but like, Lennon had a part in it. The people that they show on the board, there's like Tupac on it. Like it's all these what? Like crazy people. Wow. Crazy people. Wow. wow, wow, wow so wow, 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 wow. it's, but, you know, Max. people like that, like they're, you know, even it doesn't, it doesn't, um, what is it? Translate on like film, but there is like this, magnetic yes. energy of like attraction that yes because there's the other some other cults yeah i mean that's how i think you know there's 
and you're like what is that that country that, yeah that we talked about one yeah forget that what it was called yeah but yeah you're like how does anyone follow that and then you see him and you're like oh like there's a weird thing going on i don't know whatever so yeah so okay Amy wow Carlson. creepy oh well speaking of what you were just saying did you see that the word of the year or the slang word of the year is riz do yeah. you even know what that is because i never of. even heard it yeah it's like that's a riz or like it's, I've heard it here and there. It's a derivative or it comes from the root word is charisma. And it's like, so Amy Carlson has Riz because she has this like magnetism, this appeal. Are this we that, are we this old? We <laughs> <Yes>. really, we <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's how I felt when I okay. saw it. I was like, never even heard the slang. I've heard it a few I times. I obviously won't, don't use it. Well, now so. we're going to use it. All the, you yeah, got now. that Riz, yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. I have like 25 days left of the year to use it mm-hmm. until 2024. Um, Okay. Oh, two other things I wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was influenced last week on Instagram okay. by this uh, hair tool oh, called Lange, L apostrophe A-N-G-E. It's pink. It's a straightener curling iron. Okay. Is I it that portable it. one that goes in your car? No. They're hitting me up a lot on okay. IG. No, this I have to plug in, but okay. it has like air that comes out the, like the frame of it oh does this suck your hair up no it just blows the air like on the outside so as you curl the air hits it but there's a flat iron in the inside and like but you could use it as a curling iron so you don't have to like you know you use it just like you would is it good it's great oh and it's on sale for 60 bucks i think Lange l-a-n-g-e if your phone's nearby it's gonna catch it now and and give it to you but you lost your phone yeah, I lost it. Oh. Lange hair curler. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, okay. Let me see. And me I really see. like it. So okay. I highly recommend so it. So what do you do with it? Straighten your hair or curl no, your No, I've been curling it, but I've been doing that like that little like curl where it's like a little bit a of little, a crimp uh-huh, on short uh-huh. hair. Okay. It's I good see. for like the style of the short hair that I want. They have but they make a bigger version for long hair. I see. Like okay. just oh, a longer oh, thing. Oh, oh. I see it's a flat iron piece. Yes. Okay, okay. But, it's but it has like a blow drying on cool. the outside. And it also like doesn't take a lot of pressure to do it. So you almost feel like you're doing nothing to your hair. Does it get really hot? Yeah, I think in the 400s. But you, you could turn it Foxy like a curling iron. I know. <laughs> so you could turn it like a curling iron, which is good. Which okay, is the cute. thing I've never figured out with the straightener. Well, it has you know a how lot, people yeah. use a straightener as a curling iron? Mm-hmm. I never could do it because of whatever. But It has great reviews. Yes. And I'm here to tell you it, it works. works well. Okay, yes. cool. Okay, the other thing was, and it leads into the topic of the day, mm-hmm. I was watching, have you watched Buccaneers on Apple TV? Mm-mm. Did I mention it to you? Mm-mm. Okay, good, because I feel like I've spoken about it several times, but it's about, it's a mix between probably like Downton Abbey and Girls. It's set in the, I don't know, 1800s, 19, early 1900s, a bunch of young New York women go to England basically to like get married. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've never even heard of this. And so it's fun. It's lighthearted. And then it's a little bit, maybe, what was that other show? Fucking, um, that P- Bridger- Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Yeah. It's a little sexual. A little sexual. Not like crazy. Not as intense as Bridgerton. Okay. But so Downton Abbey, Ab- Downton Abbey Bridgerton and like girls. Okay. So it's just a fun like female driven show. show. Cute. And one of the things that they talked about, and I brought it up also because I just spent my like a full weekend with 
women that are probably like my longest standing relationships. Mm -hmm. But there was a scene where one of the characters was keeping a secret. One of another character found out about the secret, like that she, you know, back in the day that she doesn't, that her mother's not her mother. Okay. And she's like, Oh my God, will you keep this secret? Because I know like your friends, you've been friends with this person longer. Like, and he's like, no, but I'm also your friend. And I'm telling this so poorly. But my question is like, do you treat all of your friends the same, regardless of how long you've known them? Do you have certain loyalties to certain friends? Does it, or are you the same type of friend to everybody? And I, I guess like I thought about this because we make friends in different stages of our lives. There's people like my, all of these college friends that I saw this weekend that I feel like a sisterhood to, but I don't see them on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. They're still qualifies like my best friends. Right. But yeah. they don't know the day to day. Like, you know, my day to day yeah. or see me as often. And I was just curious, like, do we treat people differently? Do are we better friends to certain people? Would you keep a secret for certain friends and not for others? Yeah. Do you like have the same loyalties to certain friends? I think like I think foundationally I hope that I'm the same quote unquote friend to each person. However, it it is different because like what you said, I have friends that I don't see day to day. So then the catch up with them is so different than like the catch up with like what you're saying. Yes. You were, we have a podcast. We talk about like a lot of shit actually. Yeah. Um, like random stuff. So it's like that day to day or like more regular conversation is different. And then I feel like I have different friends for different reasons venting or, sessions no okay yeah 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 i agree i agree like um and it's funny you ask this because i just got off the phone with ruth who's like one of my best friends and we've been friends since high school um she's like my non-judgmental friend who i could like literally basically say like my marriage is a wreck i'm having a hard mom day and she would just be like yeah girl yeah no judgment right when there's like some friends it's like i don't know if i really want to talk about my marital problems with because I don't want that to mean like it's okay it's like opening up a can of worms you know um but then again I don't know you know what I'm saying no I it's totally like know different. what you're because there's definitely like there's two or th three w girls that like for sure I think I talk to more about like my issues with Jaime than I do any other group of friends because yeah. I know that they know Jaime yeah. and they know me probably individually the same. And so they have it's like not an a judgment. There's it's, more of an objective yeah. like viewpoint because when you're like, well, first of all, that's an interesting subject in it. own. when you're talking about your husband, you don't want to trash talk them in a way where now your friends are judging them. So there's a fine line of like, I do want to just bitch about them. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to make them look bad if you don't know them. Or also probably it is a moment in time. And when you've been married, you know that like there's an underlying love for that person, but on certain days you just cannot stay on that person. Yeah. And that moment doesn't need to like infect all the other moments. Right, so if right. you like say it to this one friend, right. Who maybe you don't completely trust or who is like never really been in a long-term relationship mm -hmm. or has never been married or whatever, then they may think like, Oh shit, shit's about to go down. Yeah. But really it's like, no, I just in, really need to in like two hours. I'll be fine. Yeah. I just need to spew this hate out. Exactly. Yeah. 
And then, you know, also like motherhood is another one because because I don't really have any friends in Miami that I'm super tight with that have kids. So that is like another dynamic of just like being on the phone with those friends where I don't really see them day to day. So then and our lives have shifted so much with having kids. So then it's like sometimes we're like sometimes when we talk, we're like, okay, let's let's not talk about those kids anymore. Let's talk about our old selves, too. Yes. And then then there's that dynamic. But when it comes to kind of, I think ultimately you do get kind of a little bit keeping a secret, maybe. I don't know. It depends on the friend group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, what about you? I, no, I don't think I, well, same. I don't think I treat friends differently. I probably know who to go to for certain yeah. things. I know like, also, like, if I want to go out for a drink and, like, hit up a bar, there's a certain group of people that I'm going to do that with that maybe I wouldn't do it with other people just because of their schedule or their location and, like, convenience and stuff. But it's a – I don't – it's just, like, a – I don't know why it, like, struck me as, like, a, a point, like, a talking point. But I do feel that – my college friends, as much as I don't see them, like you can pick up exactly where you left off and you could have like the most stupid mundane childish conversations just like mm-hmm. we do. And then really like hit the ground running with like deep conversations about like life and job and like mm-hmm. family and love and all of that. And what I thought was interesting is like, you know, we're a group of 14 friends, but we all have different relationships with each other. And like friend groups, there's like certain pockets of like yeah. three or four that are tighter than yeah. another three and four. Like they stay better in touch. Yeah, because when you're that many people, it's that you're getting into like big numbers. Yeah, or, yeah. It's impossible to like. Yeah. But it is also very nice that like one girl that I'm not super tight with, I could still be like, how are you? How are the kids? And we could just talk and yeah. riff and like and get to, you know, back to know what our lives are like in this yeah. moment. But I. I think, yeah, if you like, if you came to me and was like, keep this secret, I still don't think like I would go to my college friends and say, oh, oh this is what's a, going on. Yeah, right. No, no, like, no. I don't really, there's no need for me to do that. So no, I think I treat everybody the same. Obviously, I think there's different levels of friendship. If you're, but, if you're really op- telling me something's very intimate and it's private and you're like, I really don't want you to talk about this with anyone else I'm not going to go tell any other friend yeah I agree if it's like we're jabbing around and like we're talking about something and like I bring it up and that person doesn't know anything about you that's different but even then if you're like this is something I really it's between you and I then I'm going to take that to heart and like it's between us yeah there's things like I'm I joke all the time I love to like like oh I heard this did you hear that you know that I love don't get me wrong I'm a Gemini like I love to to talk about it but if you ask me to keep something secret I'm a lock with a key yeah and it's gone like I'm not spitting it out you know it doesn't matter what friends because like ultimately one day maybe you are going to be friends with or whoever like or you may run in right totally yeah and and I want my friends to feel like if they're coming to me with something really intimate it doesn't matter if it's someone in China like you know that that's safe with me um I think it's tricky when there's a riffs in friend groups yes. and you're still friends with, and we've talked about this a little bit. You're yeah. still friends with like the two that maybe don't communicate anymore. Cause that gets tricky. Yes. 
And especially, I mean, I think now it's a, we've grown into a little bit different version of it, but I remember being in college and high school, it's like when someone's talking shit about someone else that you're still friends with, it's, that's when you're in a uncomfortable place of like, do I tell them or like, do I Yes, it's a little bit like very real housewives. Like, do you feel the need to tell that person that the other person was talking shit? Also, do you defend your current friend to that person? Right? Like how much do you get involved? I think there's such a fine line. Like, I think that's what gets people caught up in drama. Yeah. Obviously we all get involved in it, but if someone's talking shit about someone else that you're good friends with, you have two options. You either like turn around and like, yeah, go tell somebody else or you're like, I don't really want to talk shit about that person. Right. Say nothing and just like put the kibosh on it. I've literally been in conversations where I'm like, I don't really want to talk about that. Yeah. And it's so awkward. Right. It's literally the most awkward. Cause then they're like, Oh, you're not going to talk shit about this person with me. And you're like, no. Right. I don't and want then to. It's just like, that's always what I say. I'm like, I just don't really want to talk about it. It and makes the other person feel. It's so terrible. awkward. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah, the yeah. most awkward yeah. thing ever. Oh, I've done it like not recently, but I've had to do it before. And it's, it's real awkward. Yeah. Cause then they, then that person gets kind of like uncomfy with you and defensive. So yes. They're like, Oh, do you like them more? And you're just like, no, I just don't want to engage in that kind of like banter. But I mean, if I don't like you that much, I'm going to talk shit. Well, about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I listen. I love like gossip and same. If we're just like talking shit, harmless shit, not judgmental shit. I think that's fine. I'm not spilling secrets. Yeah. Unless I know that that person is telling other people like it's more public. Yeah. And it's not a secret anymore then and it comes up in conversation I'm fine with like sharing that I don't think because then it's not a secret but it also got me thinking like when we're starting to make new friends like what are the red flags yeah that you kind of notice or pick up on because I was having this conversation with somebody who was at the yoga studio and she comes to my class often and she's like oh my god you know I tried to like talk to this other girl and I see her in class all the time and we're in the, you know, changing area or whatever. And the, you know, something that she said just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Right. Like an, it's an intuition Mm -hmm. type of thing. I got a bad vibe. I wasn't really like, I was kind of like hit hit off guard by her comment. And I was like, yeah, it is kind of hard to, we all talk about, it's hard to make friends at this stage in your life. But do you like keep going to try and make a friend? what are the red flags that like prevent you from, for me, it's like people who don't obviously who always just talk about them, like can't even be bothered to ask how you're doing or, or I have a friend like this who the minute that I do say something, it's instantly turned around and brought back to them. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, you didn't actually want to hear how I was doing. Mm -hmm. You actually don't care how my relationship is or how work is. It's you're listening or you're not even listening. You're like designing the next question. Right. Right. You're like, yeah. Trying to pull it back. Yeah. Or the type of people who say, Oh, I used to be friends with her or yeah, we're not friends anymore. Like there's, there is a person and I'm sure we could all pinpoint somebody who constantly talks about people that they used to, ride with they mm-hmm. used to have yep. be friends with got it i had don't i have not very many of those in my life but i do have a few well, people i don't speak to anymore exactly but they don't speak to anyone really right and, you know it's like they they don't really have like ride or die besties no and they have no awareness that they're the common denominator <laughs> in this situation because 
they've stopped talking to everybody yeah. for like the pettiest shit. Mm-hmm. I really, that kind of like always is a trigger for me. I'm like, oh, somebody did you wrong. Yeah. Somebody, you know, mm-hmm. talk shit about you. They're constantly in the victim mode. Yeah. And they're not realizing like, oh, maybe I could have been a part of that and take some accountability or responsibility. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And I, I also, I, I feel for me, yeah, when I leave a room, I know I, what really like solidifies a, a deep friendship with me is what are they going to say when I'm not there? Would they stand up for me if somebody said something about me? Yeah. I'm not perfect. So everybody, for me, it's like, I, everyone's going to, plenty of people have talked shit about me. Like I've, I've like caught it, you know, right. I, it just, it is what it is part of life. And I'm an extra person, so I also know that. It's like, I'm sure there are many thoughts about the way that I do something or live my life. I'm loud. I have a lot of, like, whatever. But when I leave, I need just to make sure that my friends are going to be like, uh, that might be true, but I'm not going to talk shit about my friend. Right. Or, like, maybe just don't talk about her without her here. That's when I'm like, all right, those are my people. Yeah. Uh, or to, I don't need you to defend me, but just be like, I'm not going to do that. Because or even the people that like, they, there's that quote, right? The people that talk about you in a room of opportunity that are like, oh, you know who would be great for this? Yeah. Is this person, right? Mm-hmm. Like you've done that for me multiple times, you know, like put me in situations or suggested my name for certain things, right? That you easily, granted, we teach different things, which maybe helps, but in a movement or fitness space, I don't even know if that's important, but you've constantly like put my name in the mix for things if people don't know about me. And hopefully I've done that vice versa. Yeah. But yeah. like you want to be want to be around those people that sort of build you exactly. up instead of saying like, oh, her class is great, but it's not that hard or I, whatever. Yeah. It is, right. Like that's been another that type too. to watch out for is yeah. the competitive friend. Yes. But I don't want that energy. Yeah. I'm not competing with you. Yeah. Even if we do the exact same job, we're not competing. Right. We are not in competition. We work together. I'm not trying to take from you. There's more than enough to go around. So I have had many friendships at SoulCycle where they become competitive. And I'm like, you can compete with me. I'm not competing with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's such a different I energy. I hate that energy. Yeah. If you're, and just, I will say, because I'm hearing a lot of whispers about it from, I won't drop the name because I have class yeah. from another fitness studio just talking shit about, soul cycle and what it's doing to their bodies and how they shouldn't ride for this and that. And I'm like, if you need to put down somebody else, you're failing at your job. Right. Right. If your stuff isn't speaking for itself. And yeah. You, yeah. Like don't tell 1, people not to percent. go do something or like hang out with someone else. Like yeah. if that makes you uncomfortable, then like you're not secure. And when those type of people, they get you caught up too. Cause you're sometimes you don't realize that's what they're doing. It's very manipulative. But if there's anyone in your life that you feel like you're competing against, like you're constantly, you know, fighting up against them. I don't like that feeling. Yeah. And also it goes kind of hand in hand with people who are very like attention seeking. Yeah. Who don't like to share or, or feel the need to like take the spotlight away. Like, and this is an example never happened, but I'm just trying to think of something like if it's your birthday party or you're celebrating a promotion or you're just, something happened in your life that you're excited about and they find a way to either make it about them or just do something that pulls the attention away from you. Yeah. I think that's, that's just not a nice person. And, 
And they always thought that type of person also has a way of kind of like gaslighting you mm-hmm. and making you think that like you're the selfish person in that yep. scenario because you need all of this attention. But really it was like we were acknowledging a moment. We were like being proud of ourselves. We were celebrating. All of that is good. Like yeah. you, we should be able to do those things with our friends. When somebody pulls attention away and then turns it around as if like you're the selfish mm-hmm. person look out for that like that's not a nice person yeah a person doesn't have your best interests at yeah heart. and it's rounding this around to when you are with friends if you notice that you are acting different around different people like oh, significantly yes. different i'm yes. talking like a little bit whatever you know because everybody is that friend they're like i know i could like party with you I know I can't party as hard with you but I still love you you know whatever like whatever the scenario is but if you're feeling like you really are not yourself yeah with one friend group and then like you're a totally different from with this friend group then I would say yeah maybe you should be like hmm, I wonder why that's happening yeah there's it's definitely like, moments where I've or situations I've been in with certain people where I feel like a belly ache. Mm-hmm. that's my body's way of saying like I have a little anxiety being around these people. Like I don't feel necessarily comfortable to be myself. Yeah. And then that's when like, I'll either like drink too much or smoke too much to like disconnect or I'll leave the party early. But like, Mm. yeah, like I, we're just not taught to trust that feeling, but like that is the vibe. That's the ick that you're getting from certain people that you have to be like, all right, why am I here? What am I getting out of it? And why do I have that ick? Yeah. Like, and, and I, I think it's more of just saying, I'm going to admit that it makes me uncomfortable and I don't like it. It might be against what other people feel and think, but for me, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. I don't like it. And don't feel pressure to stay in that scenario. Yeah. Cause I think that's the other thing that we do is what you just said is you're like, well, let me just have another glass of wine or like smoke a little and try to like lean into it a little more. It's like, maybe no, maybe it's not your people and it just doesn't feel good. Right. That's okay. Like I'm not saying those people are bad. No, it's just not for you. It's an interesting, it's an interesting um, concept and question, but I mean, overall, like I hope, I hope I am the same supportive version of friendship to everybody regardless of how long you've known them yeah yeah and it's so and I think there's something so special about seeing friends you haven't seen for a long time maybe they don't know your day-to-day but it's fun to like catch them up and like really dive into stuff that maybe like I've seen in a like quick like they haven't seen any of it so you can kind of like go back and tell the whole story yes which like we sometimes forget like how fun that is to give them the entire story from start to finish. Right now we're going day by day, but then maybe they haven't seen or heard from you in six to eight months to a year. And so yeah. you get to like really actually be like, Oh, here's a recap. Yeah, totally. No. And so, some people like I haven't seen since I started teaching yoga full time. Mm-hmm. They don't know what my day like. So it's nice to go through that. And yeah, like to, to give them that big picture and be like, Oh my God. Yeah. They're asking how their retreats were going. So yeah. that they want to come on one, you know? And yeah. that's, yeah, it's fun and it's good. And we all do different things. Not that we have to, but we have such like a broad range of like teachers, like doctor, you know, like yeah, everybody, you know, it- mothers, non-mothers, single, married, dating mm-hmm. people for a very long time. And like, it's just, a, it was a awesome catch up. But for that reason too, you get like, they're so proud of you. 
Yeah. They're so yeah, happy for you because exactly. they see that you're happy and it's just as simple as Especially that. Especially if they're watching your such a journey yeah. with like you being in college all the way to where you are now. Oh my like God. How yes. many. They were just so surprised when I was a lawyer because it didn't add up. Now they're like just as uh, surprised. They're, yeah. They're like yeah. this <laughs> tracks. <laughs> Speaking so, yeah. of which. Yeah. Uh, the retreats. Mm. If you live in Miami. Oh yeah. 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 And you have been curious about the retreats. You want to kind of get to meet some of the folks who've been on past retreats with us. You want to ask questions. You want to see if you have the icky vibes or yes, not. Yes, that's true. We are going to be at uh, Sandbar Sunday, December 17th. I can't wait for 4 this. 4 p.m. Yeah. We're going to do a little like Sunday afternoon happy hour cocktail thing. Um, and we're just going to vibe a little bit. Maria and I are going to auction some stuff off for funsies. Yeah. And it's just going to be super low key and chill. So Maybe you've listened to the podcast or you've said, I really want to go on a retreat, but it just hasn't been the right time. Or I don't know, I'm too nervous to go by myself. Or maybe me and my bestie want to just feel the vibes. Come, Come. feel the vibes. Yeah, a little pre-holiday happy hour at yeah. Sandbar. I'm very pumped for this. Yeah, Good. it's going to be like a little pre-holiday celly. And, uh, send us a DM. You don't have to officially RSVP, but we would yeah. love to know that you're coming. I've gotten some emails, yeah. responses. So I get, yeah, we don't, you could literally just show up. Yeah. Bring anybody. Four to seven. Sandbar in the Grove. Yeah. Coconut Grove. Yep. Awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be a fun little. That's going to be a great afternoon. So other than that. Happy Monday. Happy, happy Monday. Yeah. Let's survive Basel. Let's, let's survive. Prayers to you. <laughs> Let's watch some Joel Olstein. <laughs> oh, yeah. And don't forget Mother God. I'm on, about to put that. it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want your opinion. Okay. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.